We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Chargers fans. Welcome into the Guilty as Charged podcast. Today, I have a special guest. It is defensive back Trey Sterling from Oklahoma State. Trey, thanks for joining me, man. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on. And before we get into anything else, man, we connected earlier on, but I think when we first talked to each other about you jumping and coming on the show, you had just had a kid, man. How's that going? Have you been able to sleep? How is that? How's your new family? Uh, it's going good, honestly. Uh, it's exciting, but, you know, something new. Uh, he sleeps sometimes most of the time but when he's awake he's awake man you know uh changing diapers and stuff like that so uh it's been exciting it's definitely a new journey having a kid so uh it's exciting to take part in that right now so yeah i know that's awesome congratulations man that's that's really really cool my fiance and i are a couple of years away from that but i honestly can't wait but it's exciting yeah it is something for real like so special it's hard to describe you can't yeah no i'm i'm a little jealous honestly all right so before we jump into you and your work specifically at Oklahoma State. I do want to ask you about one guy you may have had to line up across because you played in the box so much or off the edge. How often did you get to go up against Tevin Jenkins in practice, if at all? And was he mean on the field or was he also very nice off the field? Uh, I went against Tevin quite often because in Jim Knowles defense, you know, it's a lot of man-to-man coverage, mm-hmm. zero pressure. So I was coming off the edge yeah, almost every day in practice because, you know, we it's all he runs, so that's all we practice. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, Tevin, me and Tevin have a good, some good battles. He's got some of me where he's put me on my face and I have some of him where I kind of got low, but okay, uh, he's, he's, he's a nice guy on and off the field. Honestly, um, he is such a, he's a crazy athlete. He doesn't look like it. He doesn't look uh, anything like that, but he is uh, a crazy athlete. He was box jumping more than receivers and DB though from the state. So <laughs> yeah, he's, he's insane. So uh, Tevin's, a one in a lifetime type of, like type of offensive lineman and player. So, uh, yeah, he's one of my best friends though. So, yeah, no, he was. I mean, obviously went very high in the draft. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of kind of a freak that way, but uh, amazing, obviously. Now, I couldn't find exactly what the injury you had this past season was. I know you had played through an injury, mm-hmm. then I believe you shut it down at one point. What was that? If you can tell us, and then how is the rehab going? Are you done rehabbing at this point? Uh, so this injury happened. It's kind of a long story. Uh, it's yeah. called like a, it's a scaphalunate. It's some ligament in the wrist that connects oh, okay. all these things and affects like the way you do this and like turn it. It's it's weird. Wow. But in 2020 uh, winter workouts, I was doing power clean and my you know, mm. got low on the power clean. It hurt. 
and felt something kind of pop in my wrist and I went to the yeah. training staff and asked them uh, and they kind of diagnosed at the time as a wrist sprain. Uh, and so I played that entire season, that entire fall camp, came back 2021, mm-hmm. was doing fall camp, spring ball, winter workouts, some workouts and everything. And then week two uh, of this past season is when I kind of started to feel it. Uh, like I would catch balls on drug machines and I couldn't even catch, you know, out in front of my body. I had to use my like chest or something. Oh, wow. Uh, I couldn't open. It got to the point where I couldn't open water bottles anymore because – it kind of like it kind of felt like someone just had a knife in my wrist. Yeah, uh, wow. constantly. So uh, at that point, yeah, I had to make the decision to get surgery because it got, got to the point where it was unbearable and it was something I couldn't uh, play with. So yeah, no, that's wow. Oh my gosh, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. That's that's, that's yeah. crazy. Um, so are you have you regained full use of it and range of motion, all that, all good to go? Uh, yeah, I got motion stuff. I was getting that back during the season. Um, and so now okay. working, at, yeah. I'm working at MJP in McKinney. And starting to get that strength back, uh, was repping, you know, 275 and stuff on bench. So all that stuff starting to come back, just getting ready for pro day. I got another month. So I got some Yeah, you guys are uh, March 24th pro day, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, good luck, man. All right, Thank so you. I do want to jump into this film because this particular game, there was just so much to be able to show off here. So let me try to add it to the screen real fast before I can. Oops. Okay, so the first play here. Mm. Will anybody particularly talk about this on a highlight reel? I don't think so. But to me, I think one of the things that I love to find on film somewhere for a player is just a little bit of character, a little bit of heart, a little bit of motor. And I think this particular play, you can break it down if you want to me. I'm just going to run it through for the audience. To me, I just love seeing somebody so dedicated to the game, to their team, to their job and their responsibility. And of course, a little bit of a finish at the end. You give them a little little shoulder pop there. So what does it mean to you to just be that kind of teammate for your guys and be able to put this on film for people that are watching? Uh, Yeah, really when I'm playing, uh, it's kind of crazy how everything just kind of bucked. Like, I don't think, I don't see any of the crowd. I don't hear any of the crowd. <laughs> uh, that kind of happens when I get back to the sideline. But yeah, uh, knowing Brees Hall, he came in, this is before, or right when he started blowing up. So, I mean, Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew about him. So Brees Hall, he's that type of player who can turn runs like that into touchdowns. So uh, being on the field, and I'm seeing this happen from like like 15, 20 yards. I'm just basically, I'm just at home watching what y'all are watching, and I'm seeing he's about to go make a <laughs> yeah. crazy play, and I'm just like, right. I'm not going to let that happen. So, uh, And I knew the corner, I think that's Rodarius. I knew he had contained, so uh, yeah. I don't have to go and try to beat him anywhere. I'm just trying to cut him off at the really the sh- – lowest point or the soonest point I can get to him. Yeah. And I mean, so. there are certainly some defensive backs who are particularly corners, safety is not as much, but corners are a little bit shy away from, uh, you know, making this kind of attempt and working downfield like this. But I mean, listen, you, you never know. This guy beats this guy. I forget what you said his name was and he's gone, but you are, you could have honestly just let the play go your way over oh, yeah. here, but you, I mean, you finished the play and I just think that's fantastic. I loved seeing this because that just checks a box I'm sure there are several other plays like this, but this one in particular really stood out. Okay, so the next play. So you came off the edge quite a bit, and you talked about Mm -hmm. that particular defense. So I personally am not familiar with this defense. So what are you asked to do, or what were you asked to do? I believe this is 2019, so I don't know how much your role may have changed. But what were you asked to do? What is kind of your responsibility? Because this seems a little bit unique. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right here, this is just uh, a safety pressure from, I think it's away from the tight end. Uh, We Mm -hmm. usually have calls that are dedicated to the tight end or away from tight end. And this one must have been away from the tight end because I'm coming down. If the tight end would have been to the left, Colby would have came down. I would have been back mm. in coverage. So it's just 
uh, based on the formation. But uh, basically, I just have a contained rush, uh, blitz straight to the quarterback outside of everything, don't let anything outside of me. Uh, and once I think Bree stepped up here, and once I saw him step up, uh, I tried to give him like a little dummy move and just rush to kind of get on his heels and uh, kind of just get in Brock Purdy's face and just kind of end it all right there. Just be a chaotic, just be chaotic in the backfield. So. Yeah, no, you were certainly a little bit chaotic in the backfield. Or you caused some chaos in the backfield, I should mm -hmm. say. I think the running back got the uh, losing end of this. I'll run it through one more time, or once first. So, yeah, definitely not where you want to be as a running back, yeah. but a fantastic play, of course, for you as a defensive back. So you called it the, I'm sorry, you said dummy move? Is that what you're calling it? Because Yeah, it's just kind of like, like or something. yeah, it's kind of just like a hesitation, like as if I'm about to give him something like inside out and then mm -hmm. just turn into a bull rush, just rush straight through him. Yeah, that's fantastic. Are you, at that particular point, do you just see the running back kind of taking a little bit wide and see where the, the guard and the tackle are and just know you have that gap? Or was that kind of your plan even before the snap to work a little bit outside and then cut back inside with the hesitation? Uh, that was kind of just pre-snap because I was working outside regardless because I have contain mm -hmm. over everything. So if they were to do like the option to my side, I would have to contain everything. Right. Uh, and so I was just kind of going outside everything. And once I saw Brees and that guard kind of set up, Mm -hmm. that's kind of the only move that I thought was really available at the time. So, Yeah, no, it worked out pretty well. I mean, it worked out for them too because they caught the ball, but yeah, your, your, your job was taking uh, care of them. And yeah, a couple of there, – you were, had a couple of reps in here where you could not have had better coverage and somehow the football got to the yeah. tight end or whatever. Like, I can't I believe exactly some of the plays. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what the player you're talking about. Yeah, it's like yeah. – I, I, I was so mad. Because I, no, I knew you had so an well. interception in this game before I watched the game, and I'm like, uh -huh. I kept watching it like, was that the interception? I should have had like three more. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, so. I forgot about this game, but yeah, this is one of my first, like, I guess, great standout games, but yeah. Oh, wow, I'm glad mm -hmm. I picked the, the one of those. That's awesome. So you weren't necessarily the weak side guy, like in particular, you just, it just whatever was on that particular play, yeah. you just happened to line up that way, and the responsibility was dictated yeah. by lined up oh, okay yeah usually colby was to the boundary if you look on all of like all these clips which wherever the ball is on the hash colby is always to the short side of the field i'm always to the wide side of the field mm -hmm. and we just play based off rotation like that so it just switches back and forth between yeah. fitting and coverage and all this type of stuff yeah nice so yeah. same you're on the same spot here this time against the run i would mm -hmm. love to just hear your thoughts about this one i'll run it through just so you, you know for your information for everybody else who's watching you know i just would love to hear about your take on you know run discipline because there's so many moving parts, particularly in college football. You have the quarterback, you have the running back, you have the receivers motioning here. You know, how do you stay grounded? And what are you like? What are you thinking? What's your thought process through this entire uh, play here? Uh, so I have that tight end man to man, basically. And I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure it was a short yardage play here, like third and maybe two or something like that. Maybe. <clears throat> and so just knowing down the distance, you have to know it's either going to be a release by the tight end, like immediately, or it's mm -hmm. going to be. Uh, some type of like out block or down block or something. Right. So I was anticipating something. And once the deep, my defensive end got hands on him and eliminated the option of going out of the route, uh, then I'm just reading the quarterback and the running back and playing kind of a shuffle technique on both yeah. of them and a read. And so whichever one he hands it, I just got to go take the dive. It may be a little late. Like uh, I should have probably made the TFL. That's something I would probably critique myself on. But uh, yeah, just go and make the play. That's all that was really. I had him man to man, but once I saw that he was occupied with that DN and there, that it was a run, it wasn't mm -hmm. really necessary to stay on him anymore. So, yeah, no, the shuffle technique was perfect. I mean, I think there's not a whole lot you really could have done at that point because you do have to. There's that split second decision. So I don't think anyone could really 
fault you for not being able to make the play. But of course, I know you would like to make the play here. So you, I mean, it seems like you guys are very well coached, or at least that you are very well coached to do this because I'll see some guys. I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad player. Kayvon Thibodeau was amazing, but I saw him like they were in particular asking him to shoot gaps and just go attack. And sometimes, mm-hmm. the, you know, especially on option plays, the, the running back would go the other way and they would, they would lose yards because you were just so aggressive. So yeah. how do you balance being aggressive and getting that tackle for a loss versus being disciplined and also not giving up the 30 yard play for a touchdown to your left? Uh, you just got to really trust what your eyes see. If you're trying to see the entire play, you're going to get beat from the snap because you can't watch this receiver. If I were to watch this entire play, watch this receiver motion the entire way, mm-hmm. and then try to get my eyes on my tight end, quarterback and running back, uh, I probably would have never been in on this play. But uh, just the fact of trusting what you see and once you see it, go. Because uh, in high school, a lot of people don't – because coaches say it, it's a, it's a right. common cliche thing. Don't go until you know. But it's, it's honestly true. Don't go anywhere. Just sit. Mm. Until you know, and once you know, you have to go full speed. That's really how you kind of just balance being patient and then out of nowhere just shooting out of a cannon and going once you know. So Yeah, that's awesome. I believe this was your freshman year or this is your first this year starting? This is my red shirt sophomore. Yeah, it's my okay, first year red starting. Shirt sophomore. My gotcha. first year starting. Where did you end up going to high school? I, I, I didn't look this part uh, up. Sunnyville. So. It was a small 3A out of Texas right by Garland. So it's a small school. Okay, gotcha. Nice. Yeah. No, I mean – for you to basically walk on a campus and already be able to do what you're doing here, you know, on all these clips is amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So last one, what are my favorite interceptions? Because there's just something so satisfying about watching interceptions. It's just like a perfect hands up pluck yeah, like that. Yeah. So for this one in particular, I should have probably had the sideline angle for this one, but what are you seeing at this point? Because yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, this is, yeah, this is, this is funny because I think there's maybe 20 seconds on the clock and we're up. Mm-hmm by three or four something like that uh and so obviously i have the funny thing is about this i got yelled at by coach Knowles. <laughs> uh i have that slot right there i have him man to man okay but we're just playing really off because you know mm-hmm. it's, they have to get in the field goal range and that's really far from where they are right now uh and so i have him man to man if you run the clip he just runs a drag and i completely let him go and just play like a robber mm. in the middle of the field yeah, i completely let him go because really i'm just thinking he has to go further than a drag. He, he can't throw that. And if he throws that, we're just going <laughs> right. to rally to it. And right. it's just going to either run out the clock or that's just going to be a waste of play. So mm-hmm. uh, just kind of as a football player, I knew that he was going somewhere with deeper than that. So I just kind of play back and play that robber. And that's when I guess he didn't see me and I had <laughs> to throw it. But yeah, no, I got yelled at for it. But then I also got, he praised me, but also he called me stupid. But, you know, <laughs> yeah you're, you're stupid but you also yeah you're stupid but you also made a yeah. game-winning pick yeah you like, just made thanks. yourself a ton of money with that one but <laughs> no i mean that that's i mean i gotta try to pause it at the right time that's gotta yeah, feel the, so good and so the other interceptions you, you think you should have had earlier in the game i don't so there was one where you were in perfect coverage and the ball yeah. just was like yeah. i don't know how it went through was there another that was one like that the you, first quarter on yeah. uh number 88 85 88 something like that something like it was that, like yeah. on a drag route yeah 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 man man there's a couple on there i should i should have all right so more more gratifying an interception like this or a sack uh it just depends on the type of sack really okay um like if it was a call on oliver oklahoma sack yeah 100 percent the sack okay. but uh just a regular sack i'm taking this over a regular sack any day as a defensive okay. back interception is the best feeling get catching the ball and turning it to an offensive player is, is the best feeling that's awesome. Have you had any discussions with NFL teams or your own coaches about sort of where you're being pegged to play at the next level? Does it seem like 
box safety, strong safety seems to be the role. I know you can play anywhere, but is there like a particular one in particular that they're asking you to maybe focus on more? Um, I've talked with uh, about 25 of the teams and wow. I mean, majority of them, yeah, majority of them are, you know, saying that they could play me the free safety, the strong safety, just the versatility. Yeah. Uh, but I would think that majority of the teams would probably use me as kind of the box safety uh, just because, you know, I'm a little heavier, a he- little heavier set. Mm. Um, but that's what also makes me such, you know, a valuable pick is the versatility yeah. that I have is going into the core read, into the deep zone and the range I have, and also uh, on the slot man-to-man. So. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so 25 teams, any chance one of those is the Chargers? Yeah, actually, they were. I have a – he Chargers did give me a car. Yeah, I did. Oh, that makes yeah. me so I happy. I, I love it. I so the, the Chargers have had – I mean, I don't know if you would have known this, but, but they've met with three other safeties. So you have some competition and they're all okay. versatile guys that can move free slot box, pass rush, whatever. So you fit. That's why I wanted to ask you because you fit exactly what they were looking for. Yeah. I've been looking for. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I've been talking very, to my guy, cool. Eamon. Eamon up there too. I've been talking oh, to him yeah? for, for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, he's from Oklahoma State. That's there. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Small world, man. Small world. Yeah. All right. He was in some That's of those awesome. clips. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't even, I didn't even consider that. That's yeah. awesome, man. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So the draft is obviously approaching and I'll let you go after this question. What at this point are you doing to prepare? There's a lot of interview prep, there's a lot of film study, mm-hmm. training, nutrition, and also where are you going to be on draft weekend, hanging out with family, with the newborn? What are you doing? Uh, this draft process has really just been uh, a lot of kind of isometric movements and uh, kind of technique and getting all of my power and strength into technique and running the best time that I can in the 5, 10, 5, and 40 and stuff. So it's, it's a little different than uh, kind of in-season lifts where you're trying to build strength mm. and stuff. But uh, it's different, and it's definitely helping. Uh, you know, I feel Good. faster every day by day. But uh, on draft day, I'll probably be chilling with family uh, in the house, just right sitting on. with the family, with, with the son in the hand, get the call with the son in the hand if I get one. Yeah, and it'll be the best day of my life. So, oh man, that that's awesome, man! So many great things yeah. happening for you, Trey. Thank you so much for joining me. I I honestly will say, like, I'm almost done with all the interviews. This I think is my favorite by far. So I really appreciate everything appreciate you brought it. to the table, and I'm I'm hoping you get a call from the Chargers, man. That would be amazing. I hope so. It yeah. will. Be all right, thank you for joining, man. Chargers fans, make sure to take out tra- uh, check out Trey Sterling on Twitter on social media. Follow him through this whole draft process. He's going to do some great things, man. Take care, guys. Everybody, yes, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and as always. Bolt up.